Hey guys, it's Gail Kim, former TNA knockout and Hall of Famer, and you are listening to the Ringside Podcast. You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews, and opinions. You know what? You know what? You just made the list. Really? With Daniel Spencer. The jabroni beaten. <laughs> Pie eaten. Jeremy Wallman. That I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And Justin Kruger. I make my own rules because it's much easier that way. And now let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome everyone to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer, and, and we, I'm Eric Cornish. Hey, yeah, I didn't know if I was supposed to jump in there or not? Yeah, I was. Well, I was. Pause for a second. I was like, well, and then you did. So perfect, you did the right thing. I'm, it's second second time in a row. I'm still a guest here, so I'm just I'm just trying to be polite. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think you know, I, I know Jeremy's not on the show to like uh, this week. To uh, he's still traveling back from. Uh, COVID nineteen Florida. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, but uh, but no. So I mean, but I but I think that you know we're you know we would like to have you on as a regular recurring host if you're up for that. I know we talked kind of sure. talked about it a little bit. So um, we haven't officially kind of. I guess this is the official announcement we'll make on here and uh, in, in 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 the unforeseen future. Uh, you'll be a regular now. Um, we just got to now. We just got to put your put your name in the intro, right? <laughs> right. I, I know a guy. I know a guy who does some radio production. Just yeah, like. yeah. That's well. <laughs> that's the thing. We're gonna have to either either get get our person to just say your name or just do the whole thing over. You no, know, it's. Uh, I, I figured you might know a guy or two. I know. Uh, I know a few. Yeah. So um. So how's your how you been? It's, we've been off for a couple weeks. Uh, how you been, Eric? How's everything going? I'm doing all right. Uh, took a little, little time off, and uh, you know, little little vacay. Not not like Jeremy's vacay, um, you know. But uh, but enjoyed it and just kind of stayed around the area and enjoyed lakes and you know stuff like that. So and uh, and, and trying to enjoy wrestling uh, the best we can. Um, so yeah, yeah. Thank God. Thanks everybody for joining. And uh, like I said, it's been a, it's been a couple weeks since we've been on. Um, since then, a lot has happened, and the reason why we had a couple weeks, and I'm not doing this, although Jeremy thinks I just do this because I want to put two more on horn or whatever, but but along with their Slammiversary happened a couple weeks ago, or, or a week week and a half ago, I should say, for Impact Wrestling. Of course, I was a part of Slammiversary as well as all the tapings afterwards, so kind of had some our hands full, at least I did, my hands full a little bit on uh, being able to do a show. Um, had a guest in line to record with. Believe it or not, I forgot. They did too, though, because they didn't reach out to me that day. So both of us were at, were were uh, at fault. So we would have had like a guest show, just somebody on uh, to kind of talk. And we're going to have that guest on. I'm going to give them a, sh- a shout out. Ha- Haley Shadows uh, is going to be on. It's been a, it's been over a year and a half since we had her on, and she's going to see what she's been up to over the last year or so, especially with indies getting back on the scene in certain markets and areas with uh, COVID. Um, you know, with states opening back up, so. 
Uh, but uh, but uh, I, I'm excited for what uh, for this new, you know, getting wrestling back, you know, getting getting back on the getting back to the square of things, you know. Yeah, and let's uh, you know before we get too far, I think we probably need to talk about uh, OVW. Uh, yeah. This week is is headed back to live action. There you go, repping yeah. it with the shirt there. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, OVW is uh, coming back, and not only coming back, but coming back to the original home, the most famous home, the original Davis Arena area. I mean, not to the original yeah. arena because that doesn't exist anymore. Right. But uh, to Jeffersonville, Indiana. How yes. about that? Pretty cool. Yeah, Jeffersonville, Indiana. Uh, at a place that I, on this show we've promoted many many other indie shows there, but for the next um, well, I guess for uh, for uh, for the unseen future, um, OVW is going to have a new home, and that yeah. is the arena in Jeffersonville at fourteen sixteen Spring Street. Um, I believe that it, it, it's going to be live as in live action, but it's not going to be live as in live TV currently because of the way things are set up. So. When you come there and watch a show uh, on Tuesday night, um, you're, it's going to air the following week on TV. So it's a little bit different. Even even back in the past when it recorded, it aired that weekend. So you definitely don't want to miss because if you miss a week, you could possibly miss out on what happened the week before. So it's going to be right. one of those things where you're going to have to you're going to want to be there. And space is limited. And since uh, Ringside Podcast is a good partnership and and uh, the official podcast of OVW. When you go to ovwrestling.com and you order tickets, use promo code ringside. You save um, with that code uh, to buy the tickets and you're guaranteed your spot at these limited space events uh, due to COVID-19. So got to get yeah, that Yeah, and who doesn't want to save a couple bucks on some tickets, you e- know? Exactly. And you're guaranteed your spot. You know, that's yeah. the thing right now. It's like, I know it's kind of the, the whole gimmick of, hey, get your tickets early so you can guarantee. But in legit right now, with only so many limited you can have in the building, you've got to guarantee your spot or you're going to miss out. Yeah, um, and uh, you know what? It's uh, you know, everybody's looking forward to getting back to it. I, I think the shows that have that have been on uh, in the meantime have been phenomenal. I yeah. mean, th- we have such a large, large library at you know at our fingertips with OVW that that we get to go back and see some of the great stuff of the past. But now we get to come back into the present. We get to see the future, as uh, they say, and the future is now. And uh, and one match already signed. Very excited about. We've got Dustin Jackson taken on drew hernandez two guys who i think made the most out of the quarantine um they i've seen them on social media those guys have been working hard yes they have and uh i'll tell you what i got the i got the experience um hanging out with them uh doing some training uh, at an un- undisclosed location um <laughs> oh, a couple weeks ago for a couple weeks actually and uh man i'm telling you uh not to, not to knock drew because I know he's working hard, but man, Dustin, he's gonna look different, beat Phil, do things. He's a different cat, this Dustin yeah. Jackson. He's not the Dustin Jackson you saw before. Yeah, there'll be a little bit of shades of that, but man, I'm telling you what, if you've if anybody follows him on social media, just look at his um just just what he looks like now. I mean, just his abs, yeah. his workout. It's just wow, unbelievable. I mean, it's it's the things that, that I heard, and you know, and I heard Al Snow and other people say this at the beginning. You can make the most out of this quarantine. You can do whatever you want to do, and you can either use it for good or you could use it to fall behind. And those are two guys who used it for good, and you're going to see that at uh, OBW as it as it comes back uh, Tuesday night. So very yeah. excited. 
Very exciting. And, you know, and I want to get, I want to throw this out there. Jeremy could pop up and surprise us uh, sometime during the show. So I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see him pop up. So even though he's not, he's on the way, I could see him just hopping in in the middle of the car and just trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to hijack the show. So I just want to throw if he does pop up, it would be a surprise to us. But I, knowing I, Jeremy, I have a feeling that could, could be something he tries thought- to do. I thought it was uh, it was uh, a, a command that he had to be off the show for 14 days coming back from Florida. Oh well, right? he, well, he wasn't allowed to be on the show for 14 days. Isn't that isn't that what the governor said? Well, the governor, I, I, I mentioned <laughs> him about that, and I said I said you're and he and he goes uh, so we have to quarantine for 14 days, and he goes no 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 not not in Florida. I said well your governor says so, and then I just teasing with him. He goes no no no. Uh, he goes it's it's the 10 percent. They say he said 15 percent. Florida's in the 10 percent or whatever. So I don't know. He sent me some kind of tweet with. Uh, from uh, one of our good uh, colleague and friends in the um, media industry, um, um, oh gosh, I forgot his name, Eric Harford, uh, yeah. and uh, something that he sent sent out, or what? I was like, whatever, okay, man, whatever, whatever works for you. I'm just, I'm just staying away from you for a little bit. I know that. Although, in all I, seriousness, though, I know Jeremy. He put out there on social media too that he was, he was just kind of social distancing himself. He wasn't out in the bars on the beach next to people or anything. But Jeremy's else, not so. a bar guy anyway. So no. yeah, he wouldn't be out there and doing that. But yeah, you're right. Uh he he was trying to stay safe as much as possible. And he's been Jeremy's been one of the ones that literally has been very good at that. And I and I hate to put him over. I really do. But uh <laughs> he has been one of the ones that's really kind of been safe because uh, he's he's got he's got people in his family that can be, is considered high risk. So yeah. um, and so that he wants to and plus his his wife is in the medical industry too. Um, so um, so that's you know that, trying to make sure he doesn't he's not a carrier of it. He may not have symptoms, but he could be a carrier. He's been very cautious about what he's done. He's brought it up on this show a couple times, but um so i'll give, give him kudos there and and um and that's the way you need to be where he's not uh and he's 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 definitely um definitely one of the good ones at times one of the good guys at times and uh we'll leave uh we'll leave er- we'll leave everything else up to your imagination as far as uh what you <laughs> that's really all we're putting him over there though yeah. today that's it forget it Exactly. Exactly. So, um, with this last couple of weeks, have you had the 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 privilege and time to watch a little bit of uh, wrestling? Uh, the, I, I have had the time. Privilege depends on what I'm watching, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I, I mean, I think we ought to start with well, you know, what you brought up at the beginning. You were a big part of it. Let's talk about Impact. Let's let's talk about the big event that uh, Slammiversary. Uh, I think turned out to be quite an interesting show. And I will say if nothing else, they know how to promote a show. And I think this has been their best promotion they've had in a very, very long time because it got eyeballs. It got ears, you know, on this thing that was happening. And I think for the last two years or so, it's been, it's been tough to even talk about impact because, Oh, is that still a thing? You know, yeah. but uh, I think the the promotion of this event was huge. You had the the interest of all these free agents. What's going to happen? And uh, I think the promotion leading in was perfect for this show. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, um, you know, it, it's in, in the since um, the new regime anthem and even the new executive vice presidents of uh, Don Callis and Scott Demore has has, has took over. It says this has been the biggest event since that new regime uh, second place as far as buzz, as far as promoting, as far as number of people bought it, as far as you know social media, 
it was a number one. It was a worldwide trending, uh, number one worldwide trending, all from the top of the start of it all the way up until the end. It never once dropped or went down where other promotions and pay per views will be number one, maybe in the U.S., but then it'll go down to number two, and then maybe jump back up and back and forth. It stayed number one the entire time worldwide. So that's amazing in itself. Um, viewership was up afterwards for Tuesday night show uh, as well, which is the whole point to kind of get those eyes to come, come to the pro product. And I believe, and you know, and I think the show was good enough that it's going to stay there for the next few weeks. And the show has been good in a while. There's a, there's kind of a, something that, um, was put out there. Uh, I was reaching out to another, another podcast, uh, that Shane Helms and uh, Dave hero was a part of, and going to promote, help promote it. Want to know what the office what kind of their ad, ways to promote it, what they wanted, but they didn't want no surprises, none of that, and they didn't want to. They didn't, they they just wanted like something, just general general statement. So I kind of talked to a few people and kind of said what and uh, my own opinion too, and kind of put all this little thing together. And so the, basically, a shift had, was done quite a bit ago, and Impact Wrestling has been moving up the mountain, but people have been sleeping on Impact while they've been passing while they've been passing them by, focusing on other distractions. However. Those that have continued to watch already know, that, and those that hadn't better get on board because Impact is going to prove at Slammiversary why they are better and stronger than ever before. And I believe, and I'm, I'm biased, I get it, but I also believe that that statement proved to be true. Like, it was, a, the world changed. It was a, they showed how that they are stronger than ever before, and, uh, and they made a statement for sure. Sure. And let, let me give me my unbiased opinion yes. because I'm not part of it like you are. And I understand that's, that's it. They're, you know, they're paying you, but they're not paying you to say good things about no, them, no, no, but they are not. paying you to be a part of the company. So, right. so here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say the promotion was great. And I've already said that that's, it was amazing. I don't think their execution was quite lived up to the promotion, but it was there and it got eyes on, on the product. And I think it it speaks volumes about okay yeah this this is actually better than I've seen it in a long time mm -hmm. so I think it'll get more eyes on it and I think it can only go up this is a good starting point uh, for what they could become um, I think you know it's it, I, what I do think they did well is they didn't rely on this was was like an old impact an old TNA thing even where they would rely on these former WWE guys you know, that were now out of their contracts coming back and being the stars. They didn't rely on that in this show while they used the surprise to get eyeballs on the show. You know, it wasn't really the return other than, you know, Gallows and Anderson, which they announced before the show, which I think was a smart thing to do. Uh, I think it got even more people locked in, but then, you know, the mystery tag team, it wasn't them. It was, you know, the motor city machine guns who, you know, old TNA fans will remember. And it's like, Oh, cool. That's good. Nostalgia. You know, you've got and, you've and, got the, and a former world champion, right? Yeah, as well. I mean, so they already, you know, already told you a former world champion, and they're not right. coming alone. That all, they already killed, they already dressed it in the first, you know, match. That's it. Yeah, but they didn't disappoint you in that. You know, it it wasn't a disappointment in that. Oh, okay. Well, it was like in one of the first couple of matches, and. It was it was Chris Saban and he brought his tag team partner. No, it was exciting because it was like, oh, we haven't seen these guys together in a long time. Right. Um, yes, he was a former world champion. Uh, we didn't just lie to you and pretend it was a world champion of some sort and then just kind of slip it in there. And then you still had more surprises. You still had more people show up. And but it, they weren't the sole focus of the show. 
And that was mm. that's the great part about this. This is not old TNA. This is not, oh, look, we've got Mike Knox. You know, nothing, nothing against Mike Knox, but it was like, you know, I feel like every guy that got out of their contract back in the day in TNA, it was like all of a sudden they were the main focus of the show. Right. You know, and that's not what this was. Um, you know, I think Eric Young's a good choice to bring back in the mix as, as a veteran. Somebody that's been there, you know, was there near the beginning of the promotion. Um, and, and not so much a WWE guy because you can't really call him that. He didn't have much of a run in WWE, but to have him back, and I think is a great thing. I think guys like Heath, they're, you know, we don't even know, is he really part of the company yet? I kind of like how they use that, and Demore's interaction with him is that almost like, we don't really need you, <laughs> you right, know what right. I mean, even though you are and, a and former a WWE play, guy. And it's a playoff. It's great. It is a playoff his gimmick he did at WWE a few years ago with the free agent of the yeah Raw when he didn't get drafted down. yeah yeah so it's it's kind of a you know paying back to that but at the same time something new a little bit and you got Rhino there and you know and, and one of the things I heard you know listen to I try to hear a lot of fans perspectives and then people that were in the business but have a podcast break down Slammiversary I just wanted to hear what they thought and I some people were you get kind of I, I, I realize why sometimes I don't listen to other people's podcasts because I get kind of you get your blood, especially when you're part of the the making of the sausage. You're like, uh, yeah. you know. So, um, but they did. They did. Uh, I'm not gonna say who the podcast was, or whatever. But I just remember hearing somebody say um, they didn't like the fact that you know they they didn't put they put the title match. They moved it to the Tuesday nights. A lot of stuff they kept like. You know, see what happens, and I go, whoa, 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 whoa. No, that's, but that's the whole point. Is that's that how you, you do you've, it? You've got to put the the title, the tag team title match, announce it for Tuesday because you gave them a surprise already. The yeah. old TNA, the old TNA would have done this. They would have. Uh, advertised the surprise boom then put the t- then had the title match that night and then did the title change and then and then no one wants to watch the TV the next day they got everything they ever wanted to see right there on the pay-per-view <laughs> and then you, you go know? to TV and never see the guy that showed up on the pay-per-view ever again right <laughs> that's happened that used to happen on the old team exactly so so, it, so this so, is no this is, is this is WWE yeah. I mean this is what they've done so well for years they may not do other things well but the one thing they do is finish every pay-per-view with something maybe not the main event storyline but something that you're going to have to watch monday night raw or smackdown to figure out what is the conclusion and that's, that's one how you thing, do it yeah and that's one thing that that always drives me crazy about when people get mad over and we'll we'll jump on this real quick but uh, we'll come off of it because i want to go back to some adversary but like like extreme rules where the ending with bailey and all that and what ha- or what happened with the mm-hmm. with the oscar and the belt and Sha- sasha becoming the champion or whatever but not really and i want to get back all that but yeah 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 and then like it, but they go no and it went up it's like but the whole point is you gotta watch raw the next night because people go oh it's yeah. terrible they didn't have a finish no 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 that's that's the point the point is you want to drop viewers to your show to keep watching i don't know how many What's times wc right yeah. i don't know how many times wcw one of the things they did right was go off the air while something was still happening, you know, yeah. and, and Shivani, we'll be out of time. We'll see you next week, you know. And we're like, well, no. And then you had to wait the next week to see what happened, or or, or exactly. Thursday night on Thunder when that happened, or when that came around. So exactly. You know. So well, and I want to ask you. So yeah. when everything went off the air, of course, uh, you know, you and Eddie Edwards is is the new champ. Um, but everything else that happened through the night, what what's the feeling backstage? I mean, what what immediately after the show did everybody? You know, were they feeling good about the way yeah. things turned out? Yeah, it, we felt real good. Uh, it was, it, of course, relief because like, oh, yeah. all day work, uh, all everything leading up to is done. 
but of course we had more work to be done the next few days but sure. it was it was a wow you know it was it was excitement we we knew we did something and yes you didn't have that um you know, the crowd gratification that we want, but you had social media. So social media is showing that people were constantly going crazy, talking about it and following. And, you know, follow, and you had different people that were um, in the social social media team keeping up with everything that was going, being said. It was like, look, there's a buzz all night just going, and, you know, and then you see the, they knew about the pre-buys and, what, and how many people jumped in, how many people bought it. Even after they saw on social media, ran out and bought the on Fight TV, went ahead and bought it and wanted to catch the rest of it because they, oh no, they missed the surprise. But yet there's so many more that they got to take take a look at it, you know. So things like that. So it's there definitely was a good feeling, and we knew that we did something special. Um, one hundred percent. We knew, and we knew we were a part of something special, and that we could no matter what could happen. I remember uh, Brandon Tolt, the other referee, uh, said to me, he goes, you know, no matter what. No matter what happens, you can no one can ever take your first pay per view and what you were part of and how successful it was and not like you now can can own that and I can you know yeah. I, could, I can own yeah. that and it was like you're right like everybody and all the guys were high fiving it was just a really yeah. really good good time yeah awesome and that that footage is going to live forever and I think uh, again if if nothing and I'll admit I you know I was one of the guys that in the early days of TNA when it was in Nashville and when it was weekly pay per views I was there several times, you know, during the week. I mean, I, I would go down and watch it and I was there when AJ Styles won his first world title. And I was there, you know, when, when Chris Saban won his X division title, you know, I was there for all that stuff. So it's nice to see that throughout the years when everybody kept counting them out, counting them out, counting them out, that, you know, through all the different ownerships that, that impact has survived to where it is today. And I'm glad that my eyes are back on it. And this promotion is really what did it. So, uh, so yeah. all the best to, to impact and congratulations to you for, for being a part of it. Yeah. Thank you. And, and that's, and, and I can't think I've addressed this before on the show or said it before, but that's kind of where the name hard to kill came from. It was kind of a mm-hmm. rib, but at the same time, it was kind of like a rip, you know, we're going to use it as a, kind of like the whole, you know, where, you know, people, the Christians go, took the name Jesus freak as like, Hey, we're going to use it as a positive thing and not a making fun of us thing. Kind of the same concept. We're hard to kill. Absolutely. We're hard to kill. And they went on and used that slogan pay-per-view back in January. And it's kind of the same thing. Impact is, has been hard to kill and they're not and it looks like even now they're not going anywhere thank goodness and um and uh who knows hopefully one day it can surpass um i i they they know their competition is not wbe because that's a whole new different level but there's other there's other competitions out there that they they can get their eyes off of and on them or more eyes on impact period not even off the other but just more eyes on impact and can grow and they're heading that direction Yep, a lot, a lot of uh, room to grow there, and uh, and hopefully some more eyes get to see them. So, good stuff. Where do we need to go now? Do we? I guess we got to go to the extreme territory, don't yeah, we? Yeah, I guess so. Um, honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, I I, I uh, did not watch it uh, like I normally would watch a interview because I was kind of busy. But even going back, I just kind of caught up with what what I needed to catch up on. So I'm I'm gonna be very vague on what I talk about here, but I know enough. I know enough that's going on and seen enough. To be able to to be able to interact for sure, yeah, um, yeah, I did get to see it. I did get to see it live. Um, you know, the promotion for that was was interesting. Uh, you know, there's a few things that stand out, and you know, I will say, looking at this show as a whole, mm-hmm. and, and I think I might have even tweeted this out. It really left room for maybe 
uh, an authority figure of some sort to come back. And of course, we did see Steph right. come back on, on Monday Night Raw. But I, I think we even need more than that. And I, I was hoping that this was where it was going to lead, you know, yeah. because you had so many just inconclusive things on this show. And, the, you know, the Bailey win being being one or the Bailey as the referee being one, um, you know, the whole angle, you know, the stipulation of, of the eye for an eye, which like you make your own stipulation and that's just OK. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like who, who, who regulates that kind of thing. Um, you know, all the way to, to the, even the main event, which I don't know if you even call it a main event, but it's just like everything that happened on that show led me to believe that it's like, we really need an authority figure, at least somebody that sets the rule. It doesn't have to be a heel, you know, whatever. It just needs somebody that can come out and go, yes, uh, this match must restart or, uh, no, you're not the champion or, you know, whatever it is, Right, exactly. Everybody's just just kind of playing by their own rules here. So, um, but the that uh, women's match I thought was for the most part I thought the match was really good. Yeah. Um, uh, the the finish. Yeah. I mean, I was I was kind of not real happy with, but knew that it had to lead somewhere. Yeah. I mean, there's different ways around they could have done that finish. I'm not. I'm not against. I, I'm one of those that are not against those kind of finishes like that. I get where everybody's like. How can they be the you know? How can they be the you know? How can this happen? Whatever, the, the it's all about bringing you to the next step and and yeah. and all that stuff. So they did bring people to RAW and did what they did. The only thing that I think they messed up on was that they said stated each one was not the champ and they'll have another match to be the champ. I'm like, well, how does Oscar not the champ? She didn't lose it yeah, technically. Yeah, so exactly. That's the only problem that I had with it. But other than the finish no, itself. I'm okay with them. The mist in the eyes, the pulling of the the ref for her putting yeah. on the ref. For, I mean, that, that's fine. I mean, we've seen it. We, it's no difference in taking the ref's hand and one, two. You know, it's no difference in that either. Right. I mean, it, but you just, you need somebody there to go. No, that's not the rules. Right, right. And when there's nobody and there hasn't been anybody in such a long time, even Stephanie, you know, coming up on Raw, it's like, okay, well, how is she gonna? How is she going to interfere in this one to or intervene to go? Yes, this is what's happening, but she says not a thing again uh, uh, about MVP, for example. Right, just awarding himself the title. It's like there's got to be some consistency somewhere, and uh, and I never thought I'd say it because I was getting so tired of these authority figures. But we need somebody well, in charge, and, and I like, whoever it may be. And, and I go back to the Gorilla Monsoon having a president of the company or whatever, yeah. and just being you know the guy everybody likes and being the baby face. Not you don't have to have a heel. It didn't, you didn't have a heel until McMahon, anyways. Like yeah. going back. You never really had a heel. It was always the commissioner or whatever. It was always the baby face. I mean, I know Scott Demore does that right now on Impact. Pretty much, he's kind of the. I mean, he'll like draw the line a little bit, like you know, with Heath. He kind of said some things. Like, oh, but it's funny. But it, you're like, oh, well, that's kind of a, yeah. you know. But it. But at but the same look time, look what Regal does on NXT. Right. Regal's only out there when there's a big decision or big announcement to be made, and right. that's that's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. Somebody that the who that person is, and the problem is when you have a McMahon, it's always in the there's because they're always a heel. Except for Shane. I mean, Shane, although he did go back to being a heel recently, but I think Shane could have been, is that face to be the baby, but uh, he's more loved than any other ones, McMahon's, which I don't know why. They're all the, they're all the McMahon's. They're all great. Just make it Bruce Pritchard. I mean, it could, it could be anybody that's already there. It could be Bruce. And, Bruce and enough people know Bruce to where yeah. if he needs to make a decision, boom, he comes out and makes it. Yeah. I mean, even Adam Pierce, we've seen him do it on SmackDown, and I'd say, 
the majority of the wrestling audience, the casual fan, doesn't even know who Adam Pierce is. No, right, exactly. And uh, yeah, you could you could do a lot of. I mean, heck, bring back uh, bring back Bischoff for that role. Just let Bischoff yeah. be the. You know, I mean, yeah. Why not? You know, you're. I mean, why? Yeah, he didn't work out in the in the executive director decision, but that doesn't mean he's not he's not great as non air talent. Bring him back and be that role. Just that's all he is, the authority figure. You know, yeah. he's done it once before, but but I mean, that's the. Um, you know, as far like I said, there's a lot of things I was not, uh, I was I was okay with that with with the finish only because I knew they were going to explain it and they're getting people to watch Raw. Then I was just upset about them not making Oscar, not saying Oscar's a champion. You could do a rematch. I'm not against mm-hmm. the rematch. Just why is Oscar not the champion now? It doesn't make no sense. Yeah. Although, granted, she did just get it handed it to her out of nowhere, so that's another thing too. But you, you know, ever they, had your rest shirt just stripped right off your body in the middle of a match? I never have, and not that I really want to, but I've, I've, I never have. I, I took it off in the middle of the match for something, but in a indie show a couple of years ago. But that was that's a different thing. But, um, but no, I never had it just ripped off. That would be, I'm sure. Uh, granted, I'm sure. I don't I, in my career, I'm sure one time it'll happen, or something will happen where it get ripped or whatever. Maybe, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's when I take a bump. I don't know. I've had my earpiece <laughs> pop out many times. I'll tell you that. Um, but um, actually, it happened with the. Uh, well, I can't tell you. It, you'll see it soon. Uh, okay. So, um, anyway, so yeah, but looking at this, uh, you got, uh, yeah, right. MVP declares himself the U.S. title, which I'm, again, I'm okay with that. But granted, like you said, the authority figure says one thing, but doesn't talk about the other. It's like, ah, come on. There Somebody's got to step in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oops, and I think that, and I, uh, that's okay. I think that's all due to the fact that, um, you know, what's his name is out with uh, COVID-19 or was, so they kind of have to do what they're doing there. At least that's the rumor going around, which makes sense. I, and I'm okay Apollo, with that. Yeah. yeah, I'm okay with, with that. Um, of course, Bailey defeated Nikki Cross, I, you know, and – I, I kind of I like the Bailey Sasha dynamic. What's going on? And I kind of want Sasha to win the actually really win the Raw, even if it's cheating. Just win the Raw's title, yeah. have it have that them being all double champions and all around. I, I like we talked about that on the previous show. I like that going into you know SummerSlam or whatever Survivor Series leading all the way up to them kind of eventually feuding. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, uh, let's see. Kickoff match: Kevin Owens defeated Murphy. Murphy, I think that was a good kickoff with those guys. I mean, I kind of see, uh, you know, Kevin Owens is still kind of linked up with this whole angle with Seth and his people. So, uh, but let's 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 go ahead and um, well, uh, well, I guess I want to go a little further on this one. So let's do this. You got the uh, the swamp match, uh, which the Fiend resurfaces at the end, which is pretty much I guess make makes you think that the fiend won the match but it wasn't for the title so it's you know we knew you know. how do you how do you win that like you know you've got braun hitting himself with a shovel <laughs> you've yeah. got alexa bliss is or isn't sister abigail i you know i i think the production on these cinematic matches are really really good the all the quality is is so good and yeah. and they've always said we make movies you know and they do they make movies in WWE, and they do it well. Is that, is that, what was that um, Vince like uh, drinking the water at the? <laughs> yeah, let me pick mats. my water back up. <laughs> yeah, at, at beyond the mat, we made movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. that line. That's we make a, movies, pal. Make movies, pal. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the one. That's what a. <laughs> it, it's it's but, so Vince. That's what's so great about it. It's yeah. so Vince, you know. And uh, uh, but anyway, I, I don't me. know. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I will say this: 
So anybody that wants to just, you know, and and one person you'll hear is one of our fellow Louisvillians hating on these type of matches uh, on his podcast. But I'll, I'll say this: while it it may be killing the business to some people, my daughter who is is a big wrestling fan, she loves it. Okay, my son does not get into wrestling; doesn't really care for it. My wife has been with me for a long time. She's seen all the wrestling she wants to see, and she's done right. I will say this: the there's there's three or four different things that have that have happened. The Money in the Bank match, mm-hmm. um, the Boneyard match at WrestleMania, and then this Swamp Fight. All three of their eyes glued to the TV, yep. and they weren't forced to sit there and watch it with me. I've got wrestling on all the time. Usually, they just leave the room, except for my daughter. But my son, eyes glued to this Swamp match, loved every minute of it and when the fiend popped up at the end he was like whoa i mean he was just he was he was glued to it he's eight he's eight years old and he loved it my wife she watched the she watched the money in the bank match and she laughed the whole way through and just was was giggling about it and then of course you know gets up there well that was stupid you know it's like no you were laughing you liked it um so you know say what you want maybe the casual fan is into this kind of thing that's and that's the key it's like you know us and the in the cornets and and whoever else wants to critique stuff about the about the show i mean we can we can do that and we can say oh it's not this is terrible or this is that or whatever we want to do say but you're right if the casual fan turns it on and they're intrigued by it then that's all it takes i mean i remember when i was younger i i I, I I do vaguely remember seeing things that caught my attention more, and it was always the the cooler, cheesy, you know, stuff that uh, and caught my attention and made me want to watch it again. I mean, like, how about I, this? Do you remember when Jake the Snake put the Ultimate Warrior through all the tests, and at the very end, left him in that room full of snakes? Yes. Oh my gosh, that was like that scarred me for life, but in a good way, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. or even let's go by a little bit later than that. Let's go to um, uh, you know the whole Steve Austin, Brian Pillman. You yeah, know, like that was oh, yeah. you know that was a cinematic type of thing they did, and it was like you know, and and going oh no, like you you know you're watching, and of course looking back on it, we're like we can't you know oh my goodness, it's it's kind of cheesy, but it's not. It's it's kind of real, but I mean in that time frame of 1996 or seven, that was you know pretty crazy for wrestling to yeah. do. And but it but it it it, it got a, that got a lot of fans to watch. That that brought up the the you know the, the I mean it's just and that angle was pre Attitude Era. Think about it that. was it like that was, was before yeah. the Attitude Era really took off. So that that's one of the catalysts right there. So maybe these things, these little cinematic things, although they may not be technically wrestling, they do add to the product. And they it, do. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a title match, and it shouldn't have been a title match because it wasn't a match. No. But. Now we're leading into a match where you're going to see the Fiend against Braun Strowman. I think this is a chance for Fiend to pick back up the title and pretend like Goldberg never was a part of the picture, you know. And and if that's the way they get there, great, that's awesome. And, and of course, you know, um, but then you get your title match on the show. You get your your Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. You know, you get that going. And and um, you know, it, it, in my opinion, though, I mean, of course. Not, not. I don't think now's the time to do it because of who's the champion. But 
I'm still waiting for Dolph to win to have another title run. I, I, he's 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 been in these positions. He is the guy that they literally can count on. Yeah, to put and get these guys over him. He did it with um, with um, Kofi. Um, he's he's done it with Orton. He's done it with. I mean, you name these guys that have been the champ. Of course, Orton don't need to get over. Don't get me wrong, but right. you name these guys that are champions, and he's. Um, you Rollins, know, Miz. I mean, Rollins, this goes yeah, on. Rollins, you can go forever. Miz, yeah, guys that he's worked with when they were the champion to kind of try to get that title. Cena, uh, mm-hmm. and just and just taking these level matches and it shows that Dolph is by far one of the best to do the to do do the job. And um, you know, and that's what happened with Mick. Mick was that Mick Foley was. I mean, of course, we know Dolph has had the title, but even Mick was that was that role back in the day before yeah. he got the title, or even after a little bit, he was the guy that always worked with the person that was the champion or worked right with them and kind of get them ready and get them going and get them in the spot. And again, not saying Drew is not already in that spot or needs somebody to work with, but it just shows that he's going to get a solid series, a solid feud out of someone. And it's going to be believable because you do believe Dolph can beat Drew. Um, yeah, and, and we know we've got another one of those matches coming up. Will Dolph take it? I, I don't know, but but at least it's going to be a good match like this one was. I thought this one was a really good match. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now let's um, go to the <laughs> – well, okay. And she, by the way, shout-out to Cesaro and uh, uh, oh. Shinsei for winning the titles. Dude, uh, great well. match. Yeah. Great match. And I this may just be me, but I think th- maybe somebody behind the scenes finally sees something in Cesaro, and I hope they do. Um, I've noticed him stepping out front and actually talking, which they've never really let him do in the past. Um, he looks phenomenal. I've always thought he would be a credible opponent for Brock Lesnar, and they've never, they've never pulled the trigger on that. But if there's anybody who, who could do it, given the right push – it's Cesaro, so well, remember, maybe he'll get that chance. Remember when they had that um, that tournament uh, back to lead towards the um, the first ever Universal Champion, and he mm-hmm. came back during that time, and he, he was out for an injury, and they had those uh, matches and all this stuff, and it led up. And of course, we ended up leading the, the Rollins versus uh, Finn, but it, like it looked like for a minute, it was like. I can totally see him now in this um, main event, at least in the final match. Uh, like I said, we didn't go that route, but it was it could have easily went that way. And I think that was where you thought it was he was going to go. And he started a little singles run, but then they kind of put him with you know Sheamus, and they did a whole, and it kind of worked out. But if you think about everything he's done, Cesaro's done, I mean, you know, him and Tyson Kidd were amazing together. Yeah. Of course, Tyson's injury, and then and later uh, Cesaro's injury caused him to. Have to wait a little bit. He comes back. He does a singles run. He then he has that he has that uh, link up with Sheamus. Him and Sheamus were killing it on yeah. on the tag team scene. And now he's now with um, he did a little singles run and got together with with um, Shinsuke and did this whole thing. And now look at their tag team is amazing. So yeah, it just now goes like show what, you seven time champion with three yeah. different partners. Yeah, and, I mean it's, it's like know. Christian and uh, Christian was the same way. Edge had a, a couple different title runs. Jericho's had a few with different people. So I mean, but uh, I think Christians probably had the most uh, different be- out of those guys. Maybe I'm wrong. I have to go back and look at my history. But but yeah, I mean, it's phenomenal. But he can legit run. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him. Is he world title level? He could be absolutely, especially now with the with you know with Seth having the t- all these smaller guys. Yeah. But 
he's for sure can be a U.S. title in an Intercontinental title run. Uh, if you yeah. go that route, I mean, that's if anything, at least test him out there before you go the other route. But I wouldn't mind seeing him and Brock. I think him and Brock would tear the house down. My goodness, yeah. uh, that would that would be huge. Uh, but uh, anyway, but the great great match, and it looks like uh, coming off of that into SmackDown, it looks like uh, uh, Kofi, whether or not he's legit injured, I don't know. But it looks like this is going to be the start of a of a push for Big E as a singles guy. So yeah. Uh, that's that. That makes me happy. I think that'll be good. So let's let's uh, talk about the debacle that was the eye for an eye match. <laughs> I've got an interesting take on this, but I want to hear yours first. All right. So uh, basically, we were told this is kind of going to be a cinematic thing. They're going to use special effects and all this stuff, and we're like, oh, great! No, they just had a match, and the way it ended was we yeah. we got caught. We barely caught a, a glimpse of an eye like. Out, little small thing where out, and you could see it like holding in, and then Seth Rollins starts puking and going nuts or whatever. Which is, I heard on the podcast was probably a, a Bruce Pritchard thing because he knew Vince would probably pop when he's puking. So <laughs> that's uh, great. Yeah, they're right, exactly. Which <laughs> doesn't. I mean, that's if hey, that's what the boss likes. You give you give the boss what he likes. I'm one of those that I'm okay with. I'm not. I don't know why people. Uh, look, the boss is the boss. I mean, you you know, we both work close with Al Snow. If Al Snow likes something, you're you give it to him. Hello, that's what the, he's the boss. That's you right. know, you don't he do something boss. completely the opposite. I mean, that's, so that that never when people make fun of that, I'm like, duh. Like, why would you not do that? But anyways, <laughs> um, the only thing is though is that I, I don't like the fact that they promoted it as one thing or seemed like. And maybe this could have been a Dave Meltzer like rib on him. I don't know, but. Promoting it one thing, one way it seemed, and then going completely the opposite direction. Um, I just, uh, you know, uh, you, you you book yourself into a corner when you p- do a match like this anyways. Yeah. Um, um, so he- here's my take on it. All right. <sighs> Picture this. You're 1986. Okay. okay. The NWA. Yeah. And Great time. We're going to do the same thing. Okay. Just a little bit different. You take Barry Windham, okay? He's your Rey Mysterio. And then you take a guy like Arn Anderson, and he's your Seth Rollins, okay? Exact same thing happens. Arn Anderson takes Barry Windham, shoves his head into the stairs, you know, takes his eye out, Barry's out for weeks, right? Barry comes back, okay? Now, what you do, here's where the things change. You don't go, we're going into this pay-per-view and we're going to have an eye for an eye match. You have Barry come out and you go, listen, Arn, you took my eye. You know, he's still wearing the eye patch like Ray's wearing the eye patch. You took my eye. And I'm going to avenge this. And I swear to you, I'm going to take your eye at, in this match. You know, they make it a no disqualification match. Fine. But there's right. no rules. It's unsanctioned, whatever. I swear to you, you took my eye. I'm taking your eye at, you know, at whatever it is. Starcade, it's an eye for an eye, right? Right. Call it that. Call right. it what you want. It is not, that's not the stipulation of the match. Though, right. Okay. Exactly. Then you have the same match you had at Extreme Rules. Nothing changed. Zero. Right. And in the end, Arn takes the eye all the way out. <laughs> you know, you don't see it. You don't see it. But you see Arn's reaction, which actually, other than the puking, I like Seth's reaction. You know what I mean? Because if you saw somebody's eye come out, you'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> and right. you'd, you'd walk away, right? So have the same thing happen. Stoppage of the match. Same. 
how great of an angle is that? The only thing that made this bad was the stipulation. Exactly. That's it. That's it. You're right. You're 100%, you, you book yourself in the corner, as I was saying, with that. The way you described it is something that you would have seen. They would have made the tagline would have been done. Hey, you know, an eye for an eye. All right, but you know, you can even no disqualification um, match, and and in, in the whole time, it's it's the commentaries put it over. He's wanting to take an eye. He's wanting it's an eye for an eye. He took his eye. He's going to take his eye back, or whatever. Yeah. And the same, you're right. Exact same thing happens, and no one would have. Everyone would have talked about it being a great match and a great angle and exactly. a great set. Yeah. It's because exactly, and and then you won't, you won't have the worst part of this match. You've got the announcers and the referee acting like it's the Royal Rumble, and somebody's only had one foot touch the ground. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> announcers are going, "Oh no, no, is it out? No, it's not out yet. Yeah. No, that eye has not popped out of its eye." I mean, right. it's like, wait, this is dumb. Yeah, this is not this is not the Royal Rumble. <laughs> this is not, right. the referees like checking as if shoulders are down. You know? Yeah. How about if you had to do that instead of checking shoulders down, you're like looking at somebody's face. Is yeah uh, no it's still in guys it's still in yeah I don't know uh, that's uh, the stipulation is the only thing that hurt it other than that great match great feud great angle just hurt by one little thing by the so, way speaking of that uh, shout out to Moose and Tommy for being uh, in a certain position where I didn't have to count one two three in dump thumbtacks this weekend so I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was gonna do it I was like I'll I'll I'll, I'll do it but man I've thank always goodness. wondered about that yeah oh uh, thank goodness because I've seen I've heard I've seen a lot of refs do it and uh, I would have done it yeah. uh, but man I would have uh, who ref that Cody match this week I don't even know. But I thought I was thinking I the same I, thing. I mean, honestly, I fast forward through that other program this yeah. week a lot. Um, I did. I did. The only thing I stopped was um, the very end because I was like, "Who's this mask? What?" And so I stopped. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I I saw where Sammy was revealed. We'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, sure. Um, but no, you're right. That's um, that's exactly um, you know what uh, you're right on that. That's I, I. They just booked themselves in the corner with that. You can only go so far with that, and it makes and it makes it look cheesy. And and like I said, if it was. It, also, we thought cinematic, and it wasn't. So, I think I would. But dis- they never promised that. I mean, no, that's something didn't. you just heard. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But if, if nowadays it's almost like if it says on the internet or if Meltzer reports it, you know, and that's what a lot of people take to the. And and then of course Meltzer about I never said that. I just uh, you know yeah. he'll he'll use but, but with that. But with that stipulation, you almost have to see it, you know, as a fan. Like, you know, if the stipulation's there, you do. If it if it's not a stipulation and you you just go, you just cut away the camera and go, oh, oh gosh, you know, you know, Barry Wyndham's eye is out, you know, and, and Arn's over here in the corner with, you know, an upset stomach and they stop the match and they rush him out, you know. And again, I'm, I'm going back to a, a long time ago, but that doesn't mean that this doesn't work in this well, case. I mean, this, uh, 10 years ago, I don't think they would have they, they would have done that angle. 20 years ago, they would have done that angle. Five years oh. ago, they would have done that angle. It's just, it's just recently they've they've done it. Where you're, our, my mind is fans now. That's the problem a lot of times. They, they do so much a certain thing. That you now have this this attitude or this way of thinking of how things are going to be, and um, and that's that's bad because you know you don't you um, you don't just get to sit back. Okay, what? How are they going to do this? It's more about oh no, they're going to do this way. It's going to be terrible because of so much other stuff you've seen in the past. Yeah, and, you know, and yeah, um, you know that's the problem. But so let's. Um, course we talked a little bit about impact on tuesday what what happened there and 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 um, i think it's you know the good brothers and you know with um heath once again trying to get in and 
Um, mm-hmm. you, now, but you get the title match, uh, the the tag team title matches, and the new champions, the more uh, more city machine guns, which is phenomenal. What a great, um, perfect time for them to take over. After and while they're a throwback, those guys are still young. They can yeah. still go, and oh, that's yeah. that. That's why I love the, you know, them coming back. I think it's oh, yeah. awesome. Oh yeah, it's great. And uh, who knows how long? And who knows how long that ring's going to last? But man, it's it's great. Yeah. Um, and then you've um, you know, other other announcements like you know uh, Brian Myers saying he's coming uh, mm-hmm. too as well. EC three shows up and attacks Moose. Now we finally know what EC three was mad at all about at the end of Slammiversary, which was another great way of ending the show. I mean, I remember when the go position. I do want to throw this out there. I forgot. I remember in the go position. It's over. I'm watching it with the uh, there, and I'm looking, watching the monitor, and then it happens, and I got goosebumps, and so did. Um, I'm not gonna say who they are, but so did one of the person watching the monitor looked over and they go, "Goosebumps, bro!" I said, "Me too." And we high five, dude. That was the, <laughs> it was that's how we knew it was good. It was like we yeah. we could even hear it because because where we were, yeah. like we just saw the video and watched. We didn't hear the music or not, but saw his reaction and threw the the whiskey uh, glass. So we we know this whole time he was the one drinking in those mm-hmm. ads. He threw the whiskey glass and he just was like. And storms up. It's like, oh man, this is bad. This is bad. Yeah. Okay, this is awesome. So, uh, but he finally shows up. Now we know what. Although we did kind of hint that he was at, mad about Moose with the music playing a few weeks before, but it's like, oh man, now now we're gonna yeah. see where that goes. And so it's it kind of le- leads you. Now you got to watch. It's got the whole. Okay, I can't wait to watch next week. You know, I got new tag yeah. team champions. We got EC three. We got Heath. Is he's gonna come? Is he gonna get a contract? Is he finally gonna get in the door? He keeps getting pushed out. Like what's gonna you know, so it's it's pretty cool uh, to see all these things. So I'm excited uh, for that. Uh, Wednesday night. Uh, before we go to Wednesday night, though, let's give a shout out to our sponsor, Collar Nebel. That's right. We go to CollarNebelBrand.com. Use promo code RingSound, all capital letters. You save ten percent, and you help out the RingSound podcast in the progress. And you get the best wrestling apparel there is today. This shirt is an OVW shirt, but it actually is also a Collar Nebel shirt. So it's great, uh, phenomenal. Um, material. I love wearing it. And I actually wore Collar Noble every night after uh, after TV tapings, uh, and I still do. Uh, work out in them. Um, good to sleep in. Whatever you want to do with Collar Noble shirts, they're the best. So get that. The best wrestling apparel there is a day. I need to increase my Collar and Elbow supply. I think I've got three, but I need to. I need you to do. You do. Bit. And yeah. you've got a promo code to save you now. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I know a guy. I know a couple of them that can help you out with that, too. <laughs> Um, all right, so Wednesday night, uh, we kind of talked a little bit about it, but let's go into we had NXT, AW, of course, the Wednesday Night Wars. Um, did you watch both programs, or were you like me, kind of kind of getting through them fast as you can? Yeah, I, I kind of got through them fast. I did watch all of AEW. I didn't see as much of NXT this week. Um, you know, just just little things to, to point out. I mean, Jericho's still the man. <laughs> he's like he's doing all the good stuff uh, i thought the eddie kingston uh cody match was phenomenal um yeah. i you know i haven't seen a lot of eddie kingston but i thought you know just just a incredible guy to have on the mic uh and uh and and the match was was really good for what it was and needed needed to be that kind of match with uh you know with eddie style uh yeah. so the hardcore you know stipulation i thought was good there um, I didn't so much the, the, the bucks and the butcher and blade again, that just seemed not necessary. Um, you know, the, the false count anywhere type deal. I think they, you know, a, a lot of hot shotting going on with that company, which I know Jeremy's been, you know, opposed to, I have too. And you know, not every match has to be a main event match. Right. And I think that's, you know, that one didn't need to need all that. Um, 
but uh but anyway that that was the main there was nothing you know there was nothing huge and groundbreaking on this one they did announce the uh women's division is going to get a tag team uh yeah a tag team tournament i guess for they didn't say champ did they say championship because i think they did I feel like did uh, did they? I felt like it was just like it was kind of they were pairing people together, but it made it sound almost like it was going to be a blind draw. I don't know. We'll see how it works. I don't think they're ready for this yet. I don't think their division's ready for it. I think they've no, got a long way to go in building these. Their women. division is definitely not ready for it whatsoever. Um, I'm trying to go on their Instagram and see if they if it was four titles, and I don't see it. Um they don't see. I thought they did. Maybe, maybe Brandy. It was hard to it. tell from the promo whether they were talking about titles or not. Um, but anyway, I I just think I want to go back and I don't know if you all talked about this on on the show the week it happened, but uh, one of the best weeks for their women's division I thought was the week that they debuted uh, Abaddon. Hmm. Did you did you get to see that show? No, I did not. Okay. Well, that week when they, you know, Abaddon, who we haven't seen on the show since then, and it was one of the coolest debuts yet, um, they actually aired a vignette for her opponent who was making her debut on on Dynamite, you know, and it was like, hey, get to know this person. She's in action next, which is the, you know, the old school WWE way of saying she's going to come out and get a win (laughs) against somebody, you know, and then her opponent comes out and then it's this creepy woman, you know, that looks like something right out of the ring. Abaddon who comes out and destroys this girl they just did a vignette on and I thought yes they've got it they figured out what to do with this women's division we haven't seen anyone either one of those girls on dynamite since um so they've got a lot of work to do with that division before they get to tag teams so I just I I think it's too early so um by the way it's a it's a tag team turn a, a women's tag team cup tournament so for the tag team cup I guess it's okay. not titles; it's for the cup. So I guess this okay. maybe so maybe this is a yearly thing they're going to start doing, which I'm okay with that. I still don't think they have enough t- have enough on the roster to do one, but you know, at least they're not doing titles, so they are doing yeah uh, a cup. So that's okay. By the next year, maybe have more and more. Maybe this will turn into a uh, tag team titles. Which again, I mean, I think um, if anybody is going to need to need to bring one, but bring titles back for women it should be impact because they definitely have the more talent to do that but oh yeah we and, talked uh, about that last time right. i think their you know their women's roster is one of the most talented out there so yeah absolutely yeah um but um but yeah so um that's just uh, i'm just looked and that was what i for some reason it's on AEW's main uh uh thing but it is on brandy rose's um um yeah. instagram where her and her the nightmare sisters so actually, that would be interesting to watch. I, mean, I wonder if they're going to bring in other people to kind of like help get you know do squash matches or whatnot. Which if so, that'll be great. You know, they give yeah. more talent opportunities. Although one of the one of my biggest critiques though is when they do bring in squash tower people, you don't know is that they give everybody they don't treat them as squash people. They they give everybody you know everybody they're fifty fifty or fifty one right. forty nine basically. They, yeah. they're forty the fifty one yeah. is they they don't they don't get the win. That's it. So. Yeah, we saw a little bit of that with Griff Garrison this week, which yeah. MJF, MJF is the man. He is he is just so great. He called him Jungle Man. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It was good. It was MJF good stuff. It was good, but again, he gives the he should not he should he should demolish him. He should literally yeah. he could have the same amount of time, but literally just 
like, come on, finish the guy off and literally just beat the crap yeah. out of him. No, you know? I agree. And I agree let with the that. guy That's... just fight back like this and not fight back with moves, like fight, you know, give show hope yeah. that way. Don't let um, him kick out of your big stuff. I mean, if it was, or, or, or anything for that, don't, don't kick out of anything. Don't even pin him. You know? Don't, why, yeah, why, don't, why don't go for a cover. Yeah. Why, yeah. Let him try to try to roll you up and do stuff you kick out. And you're, exactly. That's how he, that's how you get your hope is on those moments where he rolls you up and does stuff. But uh, we continue to tease things here with uh, FTR and yeah. uh, Hangman Page. Um, a lot of people out there are talking, oh, it looks like a new Four Horsemen, new Four Horsemen. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this on the last episode, but I, there, I have certain thoughts about putting this stable together. Um, <laughs> what, what are you thinking here? Uh, you know what? I, I don't. I, I'm not a. I'm not a fan of it. I, I think. I think they need more. T- they need to. They need to make their tag team division better. Um, and, and I think that trying to put stable. Everybody's in a stable, or a yeah. or or a faction, whatever you want to call it. Or everybody has a manager. I think it's too much. And I get it. They're just trying to because it's kind of the opposite of what WWE's doing. I totally understand wanting to be different. But it's like you don't be different just to be just because they're doing they're not doing it. You want to do it for everybody. Yeah. You, you just it, it's a very well, it's a very New Japan thing to do. And I yeah, think true. you know when you've got guys like Kenny Omega and the Bucks that are that are booking this stuff, you know, and and kind of have the minds behind it, it makes sense to kind of have everybody in stable. Right. If if they, I do have a very strong opinion of this because if you know, it looks like FTR and and and. Page would be a part of this stable, mm-hmm. but who would else would be there? Who would fill it out? And there's been a lot of talk that the fourth guy, the main guy, the leader would be Cody. And my first thought on that is that is that's sacrilege. You can't, you can't, yeah, you, you can't, can't put a right. Rhodes, you cannot put a Rhodes in something that is supposed to be like the four horsemen. It can't happen. So this better be the best angle ever to where they're like, you know. Well, I mean, they you got totally there. Attack him. Uh, is Sean Spears maybe? Because you got totally. No, I'm telling you who it should be is MJF. Yeah, I mean, if they're I... Go- if they're going with four guys and and they need a leader with those other three, MJF's the guy. Yeah, I think. But um, that's just me. But R- Rhodes cannot be in it. That's that. If he goes in it and doesn't get immediately beat up by Arn and Tully and everybody else, mm-hmm. something's wrong. Something's wrong because that's not the Horseman way. Rhodes, the Rhodes name is is a bad word when it comes to the horsemen. So, right, that's just. Um, uh, it is no, no doubt, but technically he's not a Rhodes there, so. <laughs> well, and technically they aren't the horsemen either, so yeah, you know exactly. they won't be able to use that name. No, no. I wonder but, uh, what. That, yeah, that'd be interesting what they would call it. But uh, you know, I honestly, to me, um, I think you're, you know. That kind of brings up too with the whole Tessa thing. Does Tessa go to WWE and they put a they put a flare Tessa angle together, you know, or whatever? They should. Um, you know, I, I mean, that's kind of. Or does Tessa go to AEW and because um, that honestly that's her more style really, and they 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 would need they if anything AEW needs Tessa um, yeah. because they need women, they need good women, and yeah. Now and I think that I don't know if WWE will pay her what she would want anyways. I think I think AEW would. So the key is though is that she's burned so many. Rumor has it now. I'm personally I've, I've she's always that, been super nice I, to me. So I don't. I yeah. mean, but rumor has it she's burned so many bridges, different places. But I, I, you know, money. But money. But 
but but with WWE though, f- that Flair and b- that f- the Flair and Blanchard name and that right there is just they'll it's money. They'll make it. I mean, just off the just generational the women of the form. I mean, that's just it writes itself, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, you literally don't have to do anything. Just yeah. send them out there, and you're like, oh, you you bring back all the. F- NWA fans that are not watching anymore. You just—it's just so much. You the only thing is you need Tolly. They need to get Tolly from AEW to make it better because yeah. you have the dads with them as well, and um, that's the only problem we're running into. Is that I'm sure I don't know how Tolly's contract is, but I'm how long it is, or if he has one. But you know, that's another thing. Money talks, and it's you true. Know, opportunity, opportunity. That's true. Opportunity. Tully definitely comes from that. Uh, that school of thought it's not loyalty it's yeah. who's paying me but so, Orn, but orange at aw2 as well so i mean there's so much you can you could do stuff at either one it's just that you the flare name though is only at one place and you you, you can do stuff with the orn you can do stuff with Tolly, but horseman ain't a horseman without without a flare so you know that's the other problem you gotta have you gotta so you almost gotta do it at wb yeah and uh, so the, on the NXT side of things, I can't, I can't really speak to it other than they are going to have a, uh, a ladder match for the North American title. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first person qualified, kind of a surprise here, is the Big Bull. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm liking um, what they're going to do there. I was a little shocked that they put him over, um, honestly. But that doesn't mean – but again – because I would probably book it differently doesn't mean it's not the it's not uh, wrong. It just means yeah. that you know my flavor of ice cream was different that week. But um, you know we'll see where they go and how they're going to do it. Um, you know I was uh, it doesn't it also doesn't mean that you know the other guys that lost doesn't have an opportunity to still get into it too as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the other it's wrestling. So you can kind of write do other things. Right um, to but, it. I don't know. I, I mean, I told you my my thoughts on Bronson Reed last week, and I think you know he'll he'll do well here. I just I don't have a lot of hope for him on the main roster. I just yeah, I, I just I'm, don't. I'm 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 um I'm curious. Honestly, I know it's it's, it's kind of NXT times because, but I'm curious to see what happens with Adam Cole and then the Speed Era. Are they? You know, are they pushing them to the main roster, or are they going to just, you know, come back differently mm-hmm. in NXT or stronger, or however you want to say it? You know, and um, well, we didn't didn't really see a whole lot from them on this episode, and nothing uh, nothing in the positive column, at least. So, so what, what did you think about the Keith Lee relinquishing uh, Lee- the title and not like? Do you think that was the right move of them doing that, or you think that? Should he have been double champion for a while? Or, I mean, I, I just, I mean, you've never seen that in WWE, yeah, at, at least not with the main title and a, and a secondary title. It's all, always you're going to relinquish that lower title. And I don't think there's much else you could do because you're not going to go into a match and just, you know, well, I mean, I guess they did do it. I, who'd they do it with? Uh, with Rollins, maybe uh, back when like Sting and uh, you had Sting and you had. Cena, I don't know. Was there a double champion there? It seems like maybe like defending. Was, I feel like Rollins was the. Yeah, I feel like that happened, and he maybe he did defend like the U.S. title at one time, and then defend. But it's just so weird. Like you're not going to go if you're both champions. You're not going to go in and defend the lower title, and then you get beat for it. But you know, but you're still the well. The Becky, champion. Now, they were both they were both main titles, but Becky was 
right. did that and with that's both a different, titles. That's and she a lost the the SmackDown, right. but won the Raw. So you know, kept the Raw. Yeah, just, that, that's a different story there. But I, I don't know. I just I think it was right right thing to do. They've got a lot of guys coming up. I think uh, I expect to see Dexter Loomis as a part of that. Uh, that crop probably. Yeah. Um, I'm not, you know, they got a lot of guys coming up here that, uh, you know, that'll, that'll be the new guys. So yeah, I think undisputed era, maybe, maybe their time is, has kind of run its course there, but, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But, but, but honestly though, I mean, both shows and no, no knock on either one. It's just that I had so much TV to watch myself, but nothing, only a few things caught my attention where I actually stopped and watched most of the stuff. I kind of fast forward and, kind of watch what i needed to watch and um and yeah. and i've had a few people say go back and check this out and i did you know uh like i did go back and really watch the cody match and stuff so um so and uh, so raw and smackdown i mean there's not a, a ton i mean i don't think we need to spend a lot of time on either one of those no Do you no not at all i mean uh, um biggest thing return of mustafa ali yeah, and uh, teaming with Cedric Alexander and Ricochet, I like that team. They got the win, which I was kind of surprised yep. uh, over MVP Bobby Lashley. Now Shelton Benjamin, part of this uh, this this group here, uh, they were backstage talking to Ron Simmons. A lot of people were like, "Hmm, what's going on here?" Right, right, and that was kind of so, like this. So, and, I, and I'm I'm okay with them revamping a Nation of Domination. Um, do you think it's the right time for that though? I mean, why not? I mean, what's well, the best time to, you know, and, and, and for them to be heels? I mean, is, oh, is it really the right time to do this? Well, but it, you, I think you do it as a tweener, though. I think you do it as a, as a, you don't you you don't do things in a they don't do heelish things. They're just a group, and you let the you you decide. You know, it's hard because there's no fans in the crowd. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's the problem. Is that. Yeah, because whatever the fans are doing in the crowd that are there, those fans are supposed supposed they're told with the, who to boo or who to cheer. So yeah, you know. But you um, might be right on that. I mean, it's, a, it's the best time frame, but but as far as the best time with no fans, I, I don't know. It, it's kind yeah. of a kind of hard there. But but, but also with SmackDown though, I'm I have not literally watched Friday Night SmackDown uh, this past week because I just I, yeah, I, I, it, it's to me it's I'm not rushing to see it like i've i know what's going on through social media i'm like oh okay that's enough i need to know i mean i did want to see the um uh, you know i think Miz and morrison or whatever they did you know that little segment yeah. they did but you know it's it's entertaining but it almost feels to me like when dx came back like yeah. this is the this is the dx 2009 version mm. of Miz and morrison from a few years ago it's like it, they're there's entertaining but a little cheesy you know what i mean right um but uh but you know it's it was still fun it looked like uh i don't know almost almost a little tease of nikki cross turning heel mm-hmm. um we'll see i don't think that'd be the worst thing in the world so you but um, it, they did put uh didn't uh the the, the front um nikki and uh alexa have a match together against each other they did, and and that was that was something set up, of course, by Bailey and Sasha. Oh, you know. okay. What? Um, and you know, I think I, you know Alexa was hesitant, but Nikki was all like, "Let's do this," you know. So, so that, like I said, it was a little bit of a tease there uh, of what might happen in the future uh, with Nikki Cross, and if if she goes heel, I'll be fine with that. Um, other than that, uh, Grand Metalik ended up as the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship, which was interesting. Wow! Yeah, I saw I'll, that. I'll take so it. We're gonna have a match next week, right? Yeah, I think or so. This and then, 
it's fine. Then of course you had the Jeff Hardy and Seamus bar fight, which I hope that just ends that whole thing, please. Well, I think uh, I think Seamus. Uh, I heard. I mean, of course, uh, I, I'm I'm going by rumors here, but it just makes sense that he also was one of the ones suffering from COVID. So therefore, that's why he they kind of didn't finish that feud or whatever, or, or you would see more of that, which we got less of, which was okay. But I guess now we're getting more of. So I don't know. Well, I don't know. I feel like that match was supposed to happen at Extreme Rules. You had a bar fight, and they were talking about it before Extreme Rules. Same way with the Orton and Big Show match on Raw, you know, which was unsanctioned. I feel like all of that was supposed to happen on Extreme Rules. It just right. didn't for whatever reason. Right. So. Well, but uh, yeah. but anyway, yeah, not much. Uh, you know, we've talked about it for a while. Raw and SmackDown just, eh, they're there. But uh, nothing, nothing blowing the roof off just yet. Well, I mean, so, um, you know, a lot, uh, lots going on. I think... You know, and again, I'm biased, but the winner of the week, for sure, in my opinion, was Impact from Slumiversary to the to the to the TV. Um, I, I mean, I guess, I honestly, I guess you would go AEW just from the buzz of getting Sammy back, and then uh, Eddie yeah. Kingston and all that, and um, yeah, yeah, I would go with AEW else, for the week, only because of the uh, not because of the program. There's still things I would I had problems with, but you know, it's just. Overall, when you think about it, I mean, and, and, and the other thing that's still tough for me for, for impact, I mean, at least everybody else is kind of figuring it out now with no fans, but the just zero fans at impact is still, it's tough. It's tough to go back to that after now everybody else has kind of figured out at least a few fans or whatever, you know what I mean? It's, it's just tough. And I don't know. And uh, I mean, I will say this is going to be no fans for a couple more weeks, but I can tell you that, but I don't know if the future um is to change i mean that's something that uh you know we don't have an answer on uh, at least i don't have an answer on uh there might be some answers some people might know but i don't know the answer on it but i will say this russell house was announced too i forgot to mention that um as you see it's it's a going to be a reality show uh going to be on tv week weekly right now that looks fun actually yeah and so <laughs> I think you've that's got cool. um rosemary bravo taya valkyrie um Let's see here. Johnny Swinger, um, Larry D, uh, Kentucky Boy, AC, AC uh, which is Triple XL. You've got the Deaners, uh, Cody and, and Cousin Jake. Uh, you got Susie and um, um, Callie Ray. You got them. Did I miss anybody? Um, I don't think I did. I think I got everybody. I think I nailed everybody. So That's pretty all, good. All those like would it. be. All those would, oh, I did. Crazy Steve. So, oh, nice. um all those would be uh, it's going to be in this house and uh in this reality show kind of a big brother meets wrestling i, I don't know but is I, it it's going to kind of be a scripted deal or is it i mean is I, it well, reality? any reality well, show is scripted reality so. reality yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i mean but it, it's it, either but, way i think it's entertaining it looks it looks fun i will say this from what i was told of what was recorded um for this 6 or 7 weeks of tv it's going to be pretty amazing. And I, I didn't see any of it beforehand. And, and when I just saw the little clip, I was like, <gasps> I mean, I was, yeah. I can't, I was like, I can't wait for next week. You know, so that's, fun. that's going to be fun. And um, so Russell House debuts next Tuesday, or actually this week, as, we're, as this is airing this week. Uh, and I'm excited to see more. And uh, there's going to be more stuff leading up. As, as impact leads to the road for Bound for Glory, I think there's another little couple of spot shows in the middle. We'll we'll talk about that as we get there. But uh, but yeah, it's um, pretty amazing. So yeah, Impact was the winner of the week uh, with AEW, um, and then um, I guess um, I don't even know how to label. I guess NXT <laughs> overall and SmackDown. 
it was it was a it was a little bit of a down week after after some decent pay per view action uh, on both on both parts uh, and then uh, some some really good stuff from AEW. I think this was down a little bit from their their previous three weeks, but uh, it was still it was still decent. So, but um, but anyway, I'm just excited this week. OVW's back. OVW's yes. live. Uh, yes. And oh, for the people that were asking too, and I've seen a lot of people asking this. This is not like a permanent move to Indiana, by the way. This is not. Uh, no. I mean, well, here's the thing. I will say this. It's not, but it doesn't mean it won't turn into that. It all depends on the state of Kentucky, too, as well. Right. Yeah. Um, I know that I know that there is a there was talks about OVW um, looking into moving, and there was even a thing talking about Florida and all that a while back. We addressed it on the show. I, I think that that was Florida was saying, come to us, but it was yeah. a lot more involved than just up and moving. Especially right. with, the, with the trade school and what uh, trade accredited school and all that. So, and what some people don't realize is that you know j- they've said, well, why can't you do um, you know empty arena stuff like like Impact's doing or like other people? Do? And you can't in the state of Kentucky. No. They're not allowing any contact between wrestlers in a wrestling ring. And no. You can't have that. Not even training. So, nothing. So nothing. Yeah, so yeah. No. So. Um, luckily with Indiana is allowing certain things per, per requirements and, and, uh, and, uh, that we're abiding by and doing. So, um, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be, it, well, I'm excited. It's going to be fun to get, do, do re- the referee again in front of a crowd, even yeah. if it's a small crowd, I've been limited on a crowd, at least we're going to have a crowd and it's going to be, it might throw me off because for three months I've not had a crowd, yeah. you know, so it yeah. might be a little, a little odd myself, but it's going to be exciting to do that. So yes. So next week when we do the show, we will actually be able to talk about OVW a little more than yes. just, you know, kind of plug in here and there. We'll actually be talking about the show and the outcome and what what's going on. And um, I'm, I'm super pumped about that. I know Jeremy will be pumped about that because he'll come back on the show and have a have a have have an OVW talk because that's one of his favorites yeah. for sure. And if you can't be there, of course, you can always watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on, uh, on WBNA as always. And then YTA, the, the network that I, I don't – now, in the Louisville area, you can't get it, I don't think, no, on YTA. No, you can't. But you, you, if you're WBNA listening outside, yeah, yeah, check your listings right. and you can find and, and, it. And, and we have our own Roku channel, so you can get it on Roku yep. and watch the Roku. And, of course, like I said, YouTube, you know, it, it's all there for you to watch all over the world. So – uh, we, I know Al appreciates it. We appreciate it. And uh, check out uh, OVW TV. Uh, this podcast, though, you can get us all on the um, on the uh, podcast avenues: Twitter, uh, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. I, I just said that. Yeah, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Twitcher. Twitcher. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Apple Podcast, uh, and then of course uh, RingsidePodcast.com. All on the Barn Burner Networks and over um, 120 platforms. To them, we appreciate that. And uh, you can get us all on the social media: Instagram, the Facebook, and the Twitter at Ringside Podcast. Individually on on Twitter, I'm at Daniel Spencer. And of course, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Eric on the Air, and. Uh, Grab me uh, a follow now since I'm, I guess, part of the show. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Follow, follow Eric, and uh, he only he don't just tweet. He tweets other things too, you know. And he, yeah. he tweets wrestling stuff as well. So you'll see, you'll see cute little kids on there. Yep, there you go. Um, all right, guys. So thanks for listening. As always, in the meantime, between time until next time, you can catch us ringside. See ya. <laughs>